Welcome to Mighty Gems, the essence of authentic presence. Your host is Dee Lee. In this program, you'll learn about connecting with the universal mind, otherwise known as pure consciousness. You can have a direct positive effect on your life, your environment, and your connection with others. Find out more today. Here is your host, Dee Lee. Welcome to Mighty Gems, Essence of Authentic Presence. My name is Dee Lee, and we're working with a thought process here of abundance and unconditional love today, and how we show up with all of our senses. Uh, We've been focused on being present in our uh, daily moments and uh, checking in with ourselves to see how we are being present. Um, and wanting to practice to be more present as we go through our day. And part of this has to do with paying attention, being awake, having the thought process that um, as you move through your moments um, and respond to whatever situations, that you come from a center of grounded uh, abundance in a lot of different ways. And so abundance is a word that a lot of people get confused about because they navigate from uh, the thought process right into, well, that has to do with money. Or it has to do with something that um, might trigger other issue discussions. And um, that's kind of unfortunate because really abundance is one of the, the key elements and universal laws that we have so much abundance. Sometimes it might be overwhelming as to what do we do with all the abundance. And because we have, um, you know, in our Uh, own self, we have um, what we call receptors, and we have these, um, you know, our basic sight, uh, taste, hearing, taste, and touch. Um, Essentially, what we have is, as we use these throughout our day, um, what happens is we gather a lot of data, and sometimes the data shows up, but we aren't sure that we can use it, so we park it in our mind. And what um, what we're suggesting is that we be an abundant attitude as well, that we take a look at, as we go through our day, how is it we are showing up, how are we responding, and choose to practice a different, higher perspective. And some of this com- comes to do with um, the uh, ideas of unconditional love and compassion. And so, when we take a look at a really detailed look at something, you know, we're kind of spotlighting it. And when we take a look at the little magnificent items in our day, because they're each magnificent, it's sometimes the sparkle is only in the eye of the beholder. And so, it can be a different attraction to everyone, but it tends to catch our attention. And we're, we're actually inspired, hopefully, as things sparkle around us. And when we approach that, it has a different feeling. So Dalai Lama said, although you may not always be able to avoid difficult situations, you can modify the extent to which you can suffer by how you choose to respond to the situation. So for example, if someone cuts you off while you're driving, how do you feel? And how do you respond to them? And if you're in your vehicle, then you may not be able to 
you know, yell at them and have them hear you. But um, for many people, there is an immediate feeling of anger and wanting to reciprocate. However, if you could um, also totally surprise yourself by choosing to turn your annoyance into a trigger by expressing gratitude and love, wouldn't that be interesting? The essence of the fourth chakra has to do with this and having the courage to connect with an intentional emotion and forgiveness. You'll have a sense of compassion rather than aggravation. So rather than quickly spiraling into an emotional tug of war, it becomes almost an act of rising above the situation. And that's the hallmark reflection of a humane person. So we're looking at ways and information here from a compassionate view and adding this and practicing it within our vocabulary. When someone says they are compassionate, it reflects a feeling of sympathy or pity, feeling an emotion when you're responding to someone experiencing suffering actually motivates the desire to help them. This response means that you are acting on a deeper level and incorporates helping someone in various levels of physical, spiritual, or emotional needs. The word compassion itself comes from Latin co-suffering and the deeper desire to alleviate the suffering. There's an ethical angle here that has been rolling along through history too called the golden rule which implies do to others what you would have them do to you. This rule comes from the 1670s in England and Europe and has been a root of many world cultures as a standard basic behavioral aspect. So the basic concept of compassion describes the base existence of the two-way relationship between ourselves and others with an eye on balance. So compassion is a basic key ingredient in the teachings of the world major religions, including Christianity, Hinduism, Buddhism, and Tao. Most traditions have a common thread when it comes to requesting people treat others as they, as they would want to be treated. And in the process of living by this concept in the everyday exchanges we encounter, we empathize with other people, including others who are different from ourselves. So empathy is really rooted in kindness, compassion, understanding, and respect for others. To be great, morals such as this do not, do not need to be complex or obscure. The simplicity of relating to this concept is, is really easy to understand and easy to apply by reflecting on the hallmarks of a core moral system. And as an insight, this is a basic way of being. When Making a choice of how to do something, it can be really applied before taking any action. It can be imagined as putting yourself in the situation you are observing and then asking how it feels being the recipient of that action. So Maria Agalu summed it up with her suggestion, be a rainbow in someone else's cloud. It's interesting, the appearance of a rainbow holds a message of unification and is addressed as a union between the sky and the earth, with the rainbow being a bridge between the two. In Chinese wisdom and legend, the rainbow is illustrated as a double-headed dragon and is a symbol of yin and yang and has perfect balance as it is harmonized with the basic five colors.
in Old Norse tradition, the rainbow symbolizes a bridge between the connections of the mundane earthly elements being shown the way into the path of enlightenment. And a related aspect to this image is the meaning of the arch in the rainbow. The arches are symbolic of gateways, openings, and portals to heightened awareness. In this context, we are also talking about choices that are to be made here and there, and ultimately resulting in everywhere and transformation and initiation. So Albert Einstein said, a human being is a part of the whole called by us universe, a part limited in time and space. He experiences himself, his thoughts and feelings as something separate from the rest of kind of optical delusion of his consciousness. This delusion is a kind of poison or prison for us, restricting us to our personal desires and to affection for a few persons nearest to us. Our task must be freeing ourselves from this prison by widening our circle of compassion to embrace all living creatures and the whole of nature in its beauty. So when we take a look at unconditional love and uh, look at it from a, a more universal perspective, love is what is it brings up the question love, what is love? And Chris Moore says, love is to love someone for who they are, who they were, and who they will be. So if you've ever been in a relationship and looking at um, in a in a more detailed um, basis of this relationship, you feel sometimes that the other whose job is it to actually make you happy and to meet all of your needs, or to be able to say I understand you and know what you're really like or wanting to more than yourself. Or on the other side, um, is it something where uh, someone is overly uh, controlling, and uh, it's really better to have a uh, more balanced approach because that way then it helps to make both um, parties be more uh, satisfied and um, as a lasting relationship, it's not depending upon one person to be the host organism that provides all of the emotional and psychological nourishment. So it requires requires unconditional love to have a lasting relationship. And when when we take a look at the term, it implies usually that one person does attempt to meet all of the needs, to read minds and to accept and overlook all the partner's problems and areas of challenge. But it's really not unconditional. This is more codependency and is not grounded in a in a, in a real basic foundation that's healthy. So coming back to what is unconditional love, it is a relationship that starts with ourself. And by doing this and having ourselves start with um, being having a sense of self-esteem and self-confidence, it means that you're not going to be dependent upon someone else to make you happy and or seek happiness, but you're going to have yourself feeling good generally about yourself and that you like yourself and recognize all of the positive qualities and you have something to offer to someone else. 
This means that you can stand on your own two feet and you're not requiring someone else to define you. So it's, it's really acting as a full uh, participant with yourself and that um, what you're doing is you're improving when you stand on some solid ground. You're improving yourself and your security uh, by having this attitude because that way then um, you're offering more to else other others around you and um, not having it conditional. It's, it's really a, a more uh, beautiful relationship because it gives the ability to um, be yourself and feel like you're offering your best of yourself because that's really your intent. And so when you offer that, it's going to give that feeling to someone and to in your in environment. So the unconditional part is more uh, clarifying you know, where you operate in your relationships. And um, it's something that, uh, how does that feel in the overall uh, relationships that we have? It's something sometimes can be a bit overwhelming. And um, again, it comes back to what is it you're looking for and how do you, you operate? Interesting in the rainbow effect in the Native American wisdom, the rainbow symbolizes initiations organized by the divine spirit and divinely timed. In Celtic wisdom, the rainbow means curve in the sky. And in their traditional approach, the Celtics were switched on by curves and arches, such as the crescent moons and divine feminine presence. And as a link to lunar feminine energy, this directly relates to provision, magic, fertility, and prosperity. This also relates to the image of mother's belly full with child. The pot of gold theory existing at the end of the rainbow is a highly feminine symbol and is ultimately viewed as a gift and sign of promise of new hope and life and love. And as we're embarking on this prospecting journey of discovering and discovery of a lot of the ancient systems, which are really the basis for how we operate, we're wanting to practice and learn and be open to exploring some of these details because that way it opens us up and there's really a system to this. And so as we are more present in our day, in our moments, and we do practice this by checking in with ourselves, then we can plug ourselves into the process and have a, a exploration there that we feel like it's going to um, go and grow and glow as we move along. For most people, the word mining relates to several related words. Excavating will bring up different images, and sometimes we feel like we're mining in you know, and out of ourselves for looking for ways to extract different things. And um, with this knowledge that we've been building and checking in and learning the, uh, the different um, systems that we have inside of us, it's taking a look and giving us a, a source of information that we may not have thought about or we may have thought about certain parts of it. 
And so it gives us more confidence as we are practicing and finding ourselves more calm with trying different things. And so um, you might feel more questionable in how you show up because you're comparing, you might be comparing yourself as well. How do I uh, do this over this? And uh, if I do this, what happens in this situation? So the idea is that by choosing full compassion and love, you're considered to be a humane person. When you awaken the fourth chakra, you open your mind and rid yourself of attachment and greed. Our chakras are uh, part of our internal guidance system. And the fourth chakra is basically the transitional bridge in the seventh chakra system, as it connects the three spirit chakras above and the three chakras below. And in a healthy person or system, uh, and the energy that's flowing back and forth and up and down between all of the chakras, this information from the upper chakra is translated into a language the lower chakras can understand. So having this image of the bridge um, or rainbow pot of gold, there are a lot of ways to interpret the flow. And with doing this, then it's something that um, the idea is that, you know, essentially um, we're in the flow and we're moving back and forth and um, in that kind of a natural phenomena of, assurance, you know, coming along with having harmony and uh, appreciation and compassion and being grateful for, uh, for the beauty being given to us in a lot of different ways. And on that note, we're going to take a quick, beautiful break and we will be back shortly. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you find yourself clinging to certain thoughts, beliefs, or patterns as you go through your day? Do you find yourself taking things for granted or feeling overwhelmed with the pace of life? You have a choice. You can shift your perspective of what you were feeling when you were present in the moments of your life. You can enjoy the mighty gems of your life, and it can happen fast. Hang a cling to it anywhere you spend a lot of time. Accept the invitation to be present through an uplifting photo vibe as a private sanctuary of visual inspiration. Connect with what matters at clingtoit.com. That's clingtuit.com. Being committed to being your best self can feel daunting. Once you've studied and done the discoveries needed for self-mastery, it may not be easy to know how to apply what you've learned. Even more, you might feel alone. If you're looking to connect with people who get it, join the Self-Actualization Society. It's for people who want to have deeper conversations about stepping into their next best levels. Part chat, part mastermind, part online learning group in a community focused on the act and art of realizing your potential. Practice and share the wisdom you know at theselfactualizationsociety.com. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Mighty Gems with Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. Send your email to sparkles at mightygems.com. That's sparkles at mightygems.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Mighty Gems, Essence of Authentic Presence. We're talking about unconditional love, abundance of love uh, around us and within us. And it's a very interesting concept because a lot of times we might feel that the love is given as conditional. Um, and some it's also approachable from a different way when you have a higher perspective. When you take yourself into a uh, situation where you're more awake and uh, tuned in to your own receptors, which are really your uh, senses, um, we tend to have uh, some of our senses more advanced because that's what we use and focus on than some of the other ones. But essentially, we have a natural effect by having uh, the ability to actually experience these and all of them and be able to track the data and and into our system, think about it, move it around. Uh, Some of it we may not relate to, but um, it's also the opportunity to choose what you do relate to. And... Um, unconditional love, if you look around yourself and take time to, say, go out for a walk in the woods or nature or your neighborhood, there is so much available that if we take a moment and slow down and really take a look at what's around us, you know, right this time um, in the opportunity of walking in nature, you might hear go through a little checklist in your mind and say, okay, well, with my senses, how do, what, am, what am I hearing? How do, um, how do I slow down to listen? Um, and, or how can I be more in a tune, tuned-in mode? Because sometimes all you're listening to is the wind. How does that feel? So you, you basically are tying in with the uh, event of the wind – and having it show up and you're you're feeling it that's the touch you're you're sensitive your skin is sensitive so you're able to relate to it and you can also smell how how does it smell are there things that you smell that make um connection to past experiences so you end up experiencing something again um how do you uh what do you see are there things that are beautiful that it's just amazing when you go out and look at closely at, at the flowers and the trees and, and various, you know, natural, I call them natural masterpieces, because they're so incredibly beautiful and they're unconditional. They're showing up and they're not conditioned with someone telling them what to do or telling them how to be. Um, they basically are uh, tuned in to their purpose. And when they do that, 
it's pretty much with robust um, excitement when you look at the sunshine showing up and the plants are growing and um, just look like they're enjoying the whole environment of them being warm and able to express themselves and however whatever uh, element they they were they were from a seed and they know what to do so they do it and here we are trying to figure that out for ourselves sometimes becoming more complex and wanting to condition something based upon you know our experience or how we approach things and so from an unconditional open uh, approach by doing this in more of a natural place you want to take some opportunity to show up and be in a natural state or showing up with that natural expressions you can also take a fresh look at any opportunities that are made available this gives you a different angle and there's always more than one way to make a choice you know which option feels like it applies when you make a choice um, when having choices to make what new perspectives do we have when we look at something in a new way with a new light and eyes on choices and actions we can make are we ready to move along with a system as it processes so when we take time to pause and reflect on the personal promises that we have made to ourselves are we really honoring them when we promise to say okay this is highly important for myself um, and I want to do this in my schedule and somehow we forget or it gets kicked aside as we're in panic or time crunch what happens if, in the view of the two-way balancing act what are the promises that others have made and are they also being upheld and honored when you take a look at the connection uh, to this chakra the fourth chakra what is the condition of the bridge in our focus connection and when we step back a little bit and then also consider the choices and options are we ready to be initiated into a new dimension of living so Samuel Johnson shared a powerful statement getting money is not all a man's business to cultivate kindness is a valuable part of the business of life and when you take a look at the the what that means it's really also um, having a different perspective and how does one show up and work with the connections from our soul's consciousness Amelia Earhart shared a suggestion a single act of kindness throws out roots in all directions and the roots spring up and make new trees and so there's um, different ask, different things that can be observed in these different situations and there have been many wisdom uh, providers that um, have pondered different things and so it, it's interesting to read their thoughts and and try to connect with uh, where they were at when they came up with the wisdom because some of it's pretty ama amazing and uh, it gives us some hope that when we take a look at um, unconditional aspects there there is a possibility that this is going to be able to be um, offered 
with our, within ourselves and also be able to be expressed so that others can also participate. Okay, there's a lot here with um, from an unconditional love and uh, wisdom perspective, um, also uh, abundance and um, one of the things that gets in our way sometimes is when we are taking a closer look at emotions and um, when we start putting words to the feelings and how do the feelings relate to each other, uh, we can start getting lost in comparatives like love and hate, resentment, bitterness, grief, anger, loneliness, commitment, forgiveness, compassion, hope, trust, dedication. And all of our emotional perceptions get processed in this um, fourth chakra. So the focus on emotional needs and feelings are in here with you know the tossed with our thoughts tossed in, our attitudes, our ideas, what actually do we get inspired with? And also, this also lives in the heart area, too. So one of the fears that we might follow are, is, that, um, is that we might follow our heart and then get vulnerable. And if we're vulnerable, what could happen? We could get hurt. Our fear is actually to follow our heart and not make good decisions. So this is also where jealousy lives, so if we have envy over someone else, maybe they have a higher business or bigger business or getting other clients is more visible. That's exactly what we need to bless that person because that what's happening is that they're actually showing us what is coming to us because we're able to witness their, their blessings. This is where if you have an inability to forgive, that's also in the heart. And heart is associated with love. And it's not just personal love, but it's also shared. And if you have an inability to protect yourself emotionally, uh, that lives in this area too. Having the courage to listen to your own emotional messages and spiritual directives is a re really big deal. And it's super important for soul-driven entrepreneurs or soul-driven and connected people. When we look at uh, how our wounded child issues are showing up, um, we might have fear of abandonment or we might have a dysfunctional self-image about who we are and, and are we really lovable. So the emo emotional memories that can actually control us from here and from our heart, it, it might not be comfortable to seek more information. We might run the other way. But there's two ways to urge heart chakra energy. One is feminine, which is to consider rational, relational, and needs to connect outwardly and bonding with others. The other is to focus inwardly to really feel connected and empowered in everything you do. Either way on this pendulum, there's no wrong way. They're both right. It's just something to be aware of. And how you relate and activate, activate your heart and your energy around your heart, you know, it's really up to you to be able to balance this and how it feels. So you can do actually a lot of different things and still have an unconditional feeling 
it's just something to be aware that all these other part, parts are also possible. And when we feel connected to our, our um, heart and we're able to listen to how it speaks with us, through us, and um, shares a lot of insight, we can end up saying, wow, this is totally amazing. I can't believe that this is happening. I'm able to do this. And uh, when you're staying open to the world and forming an unconditional friendship with yourself and accepting all of the things that you've been busy running away from, it can seem also that you're trying to avoid certain things or you're trying to go the other direction and embrace everything. And um, it's possible that the energy and all of this can get mixed up. But when you're clear and you really tune in to yourself and practice this, you can do this moment by moment, but you find yourself as you practice, you're going to get easier and easier in seeing the related parts and pieces and feeling a higher connection. Because when you start feeling something that you don't want to feel, you have an opportunity to choose to change how you feel. So the idea here is um, to be looking at this all um, in ways that you can become more connected unconditionally with a lot of aspects. And um, it's used in, in a lot of different ways, but um, a simple, powerful 19th century rhyme <laughs> was used with saying, Kind hearts are the gardens, kind thoughts are the roots, kind words are the blossoms, and kind deeds are the fruits. So there are different ways that we can remind ourselves that this is a better choice in each of the aspects. We just have to be awake and present so that we know if we're slipping somewhere and allow ourselves to shift so that we can get back to a more foundational aspect that we relate in a higher perspective and more love and energy. Um, and that is sometimes difficult because we get so caught up into a situation where we might not even be aware of. And sometimes there are boundaries in um, our um approach that we might not be thinking about. And when we're trying to communicate in an open way, those boundaries can get in the way. And in that sense, we want to be able to say, whoa, um, that's not something that I really feel good uh, from an unconditional love perspective. And there's different consciousness that we want to be aware of that um, we want to choose. So, from a, a um, conscious decision-making process, when you talk about sharing with people or with others, um, here's kind of some ideas to think about and give yourself um, an applaud or, or interest in practicing differently to express them. Um, you want to have regular and open communication. That helps the exchange and helps to keep things active. You want to be engaging in your listening skills. So this is part of showing up with your senses, your hearing. Now, there are opportunities and challenges with someone that has hearing challenges. But um, again, is how does one help 
that situation rather than just saying, mm, I, they can't hear, so I won't share anything. So um, it's a willingness to calmly express your concerns or your hurts and make adjustments that don't compromise your boundaries. If you do have boundaries, you want to be able, like, such as having a challenge with your hearing, it's important that you share that with others so that they can also help adjust their uh, communication style so that they don't create a different uh, challenge that essentially gets in the way of exchange. And we want to continue working on ourselves because that's also um, going to benefit you in all aspects and um, it's an ability to open openly forgive and forget and um, look at it from the standpoint that it's it's also opening the door and giving opportunity for exchange um, you want to express yourself your love with small actions and words and when you let go of the small stuff that gets you into a, a frizzy or frustration, when you let go of that, um, what it does also is give you best, better practice ability. And um, it shows up in your relationship that you're not focused on something so minute and really possibly not even important. So again, it's coming back to... Um, Look for joy and loving the fact that someone else is in joy without thought of what you get from something in return, but really sharing that or feeling blessed that you can observe this. Um, it'll radiate back to yourself, too. And this is some other ability to have unconditional sharing and love because it really is a stepping process that um, sometimes can feel where you are obstructed and when you get a chance to stand back or relate differently, you'll find that it's not obstructed and you have all kinds of things that you can share or um, express. And part of this is uh, learning to love yourself unconditionally. That can be a big barrier sometimes because we, we learn and we understand and then when we don't really apply it because we're ourselves and we figure that it's just there or I can do this differently or I don't need to do this that can get in the way too because you're trying to say that you know it but you don't grow it and glow it um, which can create a problem and on that quick note we're going to have a quick break and we will be right back Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you find yourself clinging to certain thoughts, beliefs, or patterns as you go through your day? Do you find yourself taking things for granted or feeling overwhelmed with the pace of life? You have a choice. You can shift your perspective of what you were feeling when you were present in the moments of your life. You can enjoy the mighty gems of your life, and it can happen fast. Hang up, cling to it anywhere you spend a lot of time. 
Accept the invitation to be present through an uplifting photo vibe as a private sanctuary of visual inspiration. Connect with what matters at clingtoit.com. That's clingtuit.com. Being committed to being your best self can feel daunting. Once you've studied and done the discoveries needed for self-mastery, it may not be easy to know how to apply what you've learned. Even more, you might feel alone. If you're looking to connect with people who get it, join the Self-Actualization Society. It's for people who want to have deeper conversations about stepping into their next best levels. Part chat, part mastermind, part online learning group in a community focused on the act and art of realizing your potential. Practice and share the wisdom you know at theselfactualizationsociety.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for the keywords voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for voice America. You are listening to Mighty Gems with Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. Send your email to sparkles at mightygems.com. That's sparkles at mightygems.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Mighty Gems, Essence of Authentic Presence. Sometimes when we're trying to put a lot of pieces together, especially if we're new at Uh, practicing something, uh, it can feel a bit like a construction zone. And there's lots of elements that sometimes we lose track and we also get more focused on something so they become out of balance. But we're trying to um, let things go, be in more of a, a, you know, a um, pattern of acceptance and compassion uh, from ourself, in ourself, uh, for what is going on, and also be open and aware of how we show up. And uh, sometimes when we feel like we're in a construction zone, it's how do we even, how are we even able to operate? So the energy system has a lot of different components, but if we take the opportunity to learn them and understand how they build together, Um, It can be a little bit like prospecting the values for ourselves and others. And having this focused attention is really a starting point. And as we work through the elements and look at the ways that um, they they do connect and they build upon each other, it can actually be a lot of fun because you'll start feeling different and you'll be relating to others differently. Um, Mary Carr had a fun comment, sure the world breeds monsters, But kindness grows just as wild. And as you're working with your different uh, energy areas, um, specifically on this note of the fourth chakra, you will be compassionate, humanitarian, and empathetic, and have a desire to empathize and nurture others and see the good side of everyone. You You can actually begin to express and receive abundant love. There's um, Gary 
Chapman had a, a book, uh, Five Love Languages, and it's, it's really a powerful exploration. And as we grow up from children, uh, we're learning different languages from our parents. From a basic level, we learn additional languages as we mature, but it is usually with more effort. So to begin, you can ask yourself some basic questions. How do I express love to others? Do I complain about the most? What do I complain about? What do I request most often? And taking a look at some of the love language parts, um, there's like words of affirmation. Actions don't always speak louder than words. And if this is your first, or if this is your love language, any unsolicited compliments mean the world. And hearing the words, I love you, are very important. Hearing the reasons behind that love sends your spirits skyward. And if someone insults you for some reason, you can, it can leave you shattered and, not, and you won't easily forget that. Verbal compliments or words of appreciation are powerful communications of love. So you might have encouraging thoughts and words. Encouragement means to inspire courage. All of us have different areas that we might feel insecure and we lack courage, which sometimes keeps us from accomplishing the positive things that we need to do. Perhaps you are also untapped as a potential in some area, and that potential may be awaiting encouraging words just from yourself so that you can open up and watch it grow. Kindness is if we communicate love verbally, we must use kind words. And when you say, I love you, when said with kindness and tenderness, it can be a genuine expression. Sometimes we also feel like we're making requests and not demands. In marriage, we are equal. If we're trying to develop an intimate relationship, we need to know each other's desires. If we make our needs known in the form of a request, we're giving guidance, not ultimatums. In a definition of quality time, which has been um, focused on in quite a different area, uh, nothing says, I love you, like full undivided attention. So one of the challenges that can happen is if you're trying to share something that you find very exciting or very critical with someone that doesn't seem to even hear you, because they're focused elsewhere or they're sitting there typing or you interrupted them with exuberance, they're going to feel like, oh my gosh, uh, what is this all about? And that can almost give you a setback because you're not seeing that reflected excitement in someone else, even though you feel it. And yet, if someone's not paying attention, you know, the, the value here is if someone gives you the attention through sight, Look, they look at you and really listen. This is the true spirit of unconditional uh, reflection in the sense that if you're taking that time to not be uh, distracted and really wanting to share something in excitement, if someone doesn't respond, um, it can feel like a rejection. So again, it comes back to how do we set this up so that um, we're not creating a challenge for ourselves unknowingly because someone else doesn't tap into the same reaction. So it, 
it, it's almost like we want to have our self-esteem and our confidence at a level that, oh, well, you know, I'm excited about something and I feel the connection and I think that it's, it's great to have uh, that communication with myself and of myself. Um, there's some practicalities here that as we become more aware and we're present and we're listening and exchanging, um, when we're listening, here's some tips that might help. Um, you might want to maintain eye contact and this helps to let the other person know that you're listening. And uh, don't try to do multitasking at the same time because that is distractive and also doesn't give an impression that what you're sharing is very important. Um, When you think about um, what you're saying and listen and watch for any cues of how does that uh, feel and are they feeling something, uh, what is that emotion about? And what are they experiencing? That will give you um, body language that maybe or uh, when you observe and take the moments to really understand what that relation is to the the emotion, that can give you cues as to what's going on. So quality conversation also calls for um, a uh, a part of sharing that Uh, You reveal some of this activity yourself when you are excited and you're wanting to share. And you want to have it so that um, the receiver shares but also has uh, the ability to make a choice. Because again, coming into a room or into a situation with too much exuberance, you're not giving a shared response time. Because they may be distracted or doing something that they feel like is important. So, again, it's, it's being aware and showing up and uh, looking around and being in the um, exchange mode to be participating and knowing that, that the boundaries are sometimes not clear in this process. So, it's a gift sometimes to be able to know that your presence is a certain way or you're dealing with something a certain way. And that is um, a huge gift to yourself by taking that time because then you know how you're going to be able to handle different situations by being present. And you can practice this um, every aspect of, of communication with your silence, with your body language, with your presentation, and um, essentially find yourself being more uh, easily um, connecting to people and feeling better about that connection. So when you do things with physical presence and find that this, you know, like a, a touch, you know, like holding hands or touching and finding that, you know, this is part of the exchange of uh, nonverbal, but it's part of our senses, is very important. And um, from the standpoint of where the um, body is governed by the chakra, there's a lot of aspects of the heart, circulatory system, lungs, on and on. And when we take a look at sometimes the 
other effects of having high blood pressure or having had a heart attack, we also can take a look and say, wow, some of these can be uh, separated uh, between them and looked at individually, but there's a lot of activity here that um, when we're overly active in this chakra, um, it can be kind of overwhelming because it's like an emotional bank account and we want to be able to put more in than take out. And that can also create more of an out-of-balance situation that um, may not feel comfortable and it may not feel like uh, it may feel more conditional than it is unconditional or abundant. So when we take a look at all of these prospecting aspects, for, and these are like mighty gems in ourself, um, it's like little jewels. And each of us have um, uh, you know, an opportunity here that we can uh, practice and make better habits for ourselves when we're able to take a look at things from a, a higher perspective. And when we explore all of the potentials, we need to also embrace the challenges as a way to grow. And it's also a way to grow within our internal power so we're less susceptible to the external world. It's not about other people's opinions. It is knowing what you know. One Mighty Gem show hopefully gives helps to give you a stake for your claim for the different discoveries that you have that you want to make and practice. And um, we actually have a very mighty treasure hunt potential because we're also out looking at not just uh, how we're relating, but also relating to other people. And when we are present in the moments, we're able to take a chance and listen to someone and hear them. Uh, we can we can act at that moment, or possibly it's going to require a different action time. But it's sparkling, and uh, it's also giving value to how much we each have to offer. And by approaching things in this way, too, it's it's giving a, a chance of exploration and commitment to maintaining a link and an unconditional basis that will provide joy and all kinds of uplifting spirit. And that gives a whole set of perceived values. The um, benefits to all of us are huge as we provide and provoke this action based on the uh, insights that we are exploring and how we step into an active choice for action. We're basically moving our plan into action from our intellect and our comfort levels into inspired manifestation and empowering ourselves as we go deeper and deeper into the balancing act of discoveries. As we connect to ourselves and others, we also uh, were connecting with one insight, one choice, and one action. And as we do this, we're broadening our prospecting arena and can go up and above and beyond where we have ever believed we can go and grow and glow. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, life is short, but there is always time for courtesy. Thank you. And uh, the unconditional love that we share is also 
a gift and it gives mutual respect for each other as we share this and these little details. So if you feel, typically feel good and are awake and aware and present and you feel good about yourself and you like yourself and you recognize all of the qualities that you bring forward, um, it, it means that you can stand on your own two feet and as an individual without requiring someone else to hold you up or prop you up, um, you're going to find yourself much more uh, encouraged to be um, be yourself as, and stand for what you want to be and show up with. So it gives you more strength. And when you have more strength, you're able to share in a different level. And by sharing in a different level, you're able to be uh, open and when you think of the word unconditional, that's really us individually not having a condition for feeling, but we're, we are ourselves, and our authentic, authenticity is part of what is a beauty that is very similar to what I call natural masterpieces. They're authentically there just as purpose, and they're so beautiful in all ways. And there's a purpose there that by sharing themselves, they're encouraging and they're uh, able to um, reflect joy, even though we know that, um, you know, a flower probably has joy. We don't, you know, we know that um, they give joy and they give because of their beauty. There's a lot of uh, emotion attached to it and in wanting to share with others. So it's, it's again, encouragement for us to open, tap into our ability to reflect our true sense and our um, ability to share the love that we have unconditionally with um, everything we touch and express and um, find ourselves in a different level of um, joy ourselves every day in every moment. What a value and high value, and we're able to manifest and empower ourselves from this level. Um, it feels really good, and so I suggest stepping into it as soon as you can and staying there. It's very empowering, and it's a very mighty gem. Thank you very much, and we'll check in later. Thank you for joining us this week. Tune in every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time for Mighty Gems with Dee Lee on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you with another edition of the show next time.